Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for joining us on Two Middle-Aged Men in the Top 10. I'm Scott. I'm John. And if you'd like to check out our social media, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, all with the same handle, at 2MAMTOP10. That's at the number 2MAMTOPTEN. And if you'd like to subscribe or follow our show, you can find us on Anchor and Spotify the easiest. Uh, but we are also on Apple Music, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and most of the places where you find podcasts. Please follow, rate, and review, and let us know what types of lists you'd like to hear us talk about in the future. Uh, full disclosure, our to-do list is over 375 items long, maybe more than that. I don't remember last time we checked, but definitely getting up there. Uh, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're all good ideas. Um, so feel free to share with us what you'd like to hear us talk about. Uh, for instance, what's your favorite genre of movie? What's your favorite year in movies? Who's your favorite actor or actress? Uh, I believe this is nothing we won't talk about that's movie related. And speaking of movie related, uh, this is going to be a special uh, episode, bonus episode, where we are going to be talking about uh, the 2023 Academy Awards, uh, the nominations, and uh, what we think about them, uh, whether we agree, disagree. Uh, and so on and so forth. Um, so I don't know. Uh, do we want to go ahead and start with the big category with best picture or do you have a yeah. preference or? No, I figure we just go down top down. Okay. All right. Perfect. All right. So I guess I'll start with best picture. I'll go ahead and list the, uh, you know, just go down through the list of the nominees and then. We can just we can d discuss them. Um, so uh, the ten movies uh, nominated for Best Picture this year are Top Gun: Maverick, Women Talking, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Banshees of Inisherin, Triangle of Sadness, The Fablemans, All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar Two, Elvis, and Tar. Now I I've seen all of these movies except for Women Talking. I have not gotten a chance to see that one yet. Um, we were talking before the show. I just recently uh, got around to seeing Triangle of Sadness, and actually just watched uh, what I, I also I forgot to mention. I, I recently watched All Quiet on the Western Front as well. For me, I mean, this is a pretty solid list. I pretty, I mean, I'm 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 happy with it. Of course, with it being ten movies, there are a few stragglers in there that I, you know, not that he's like Avatar two, Elvis. Um, honestly, I'll quiet on the Western front was a good movie, but I mean, it's nothing new. It's, it's, you know, it's your typical war is hell and it, you know, um, young people die and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> well, you know, but, but it's in German. Yeah, it is in German. Uh, and it, it, it's nominated and it's nominated for the best, you know, foreign movie. So, uh, you know, I'm sure it'll win for that. So anyway, um, so, but yeah, I mean, I the, the the main movies that I would pick are, you know, are on, you know, like Banshees of Inisherin, Everything Everywhere All at Once, um, and then Top Gun Maverick, um, you know, The Fablemans. Those are those are the, the solid ones for me. Uh, a, a couple that I would have liked to have seen get nominated that I was kind of disappointed were uh, The Woman King, um, which I liked quite a bit, The Northman, um, and um, I don't know, this might be, this might have been a foreign film, uh, whatever, but RRR. On Netflix was definitely yeah. That's um, the only way it would have got nominated is if it were for Best Picture. Yeah, I think I think it's uh yeah. You mean for Best Foreign Picture or for, for... no? It, it could have oh. been nominated for Best Foreign because India didn't put it forward oh. as their movie. Oh well, same on them then. Yeah, uh, but uh, but anyway, well, okay. Well then, yeah. Then I definitely wished it had gotten nominated for uh for best picture then but uh but yeah that's really i said i'm pretty i'm pretty happy with the with the nominees in this category yeah i'm not i'm not even sure um at this point what i think is going to win um i mean my vote would probably be for everything everywhere all at once but uh or as, as far as what i think is going to win but yeah i mean for me the top three are everything everywhere all at once banshee and nishran and top Gun maverick are the three main nominees that i that i would would vote for uh whatever so what are your I, I haven't seen All Quiet on the Western Front, Tar, Triangle of Sadness, or Woman King. And Woman yeah, King, or Woman Talking. Sorry. I'll probably go watch Woman Talking this weekend. 
Tar that I wanted to watch it, but it's only in one theater and it's hard to get to. It's available on Prime for like twenty bucks if you want to rent it. I think I of this list, I would put Banshees of Insurance first, and then everything everywhere all at once, and then Top Gun Maverick. Personally. The Fableman's kind of snuck up on me, where, it, yeah, there's there's stuff about that movie we'll talk about later. Yeah. It wasn't surprising, but it it felt, for me, it felt kind of um, personal, which it's supposed to, but I kind of felt like, am I supposed to be watching this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, I, I uh, yeah, I, I, I liked the movie. I don't. I need to watch. I think I need to watch it again. Um, because I didn't. I didn't. I didn't think it was as strong as everybody see, else seems to think. So, um, I felt it was a little episodic. Like it was like the the main story about the family, and then all of a sudden it was about racism, him dealing with racism at school, and you know what I mean. There was a lot of subject matter that kind of just came along. It makes sense. I mean, I get it. You know, obviously he dealt with that in his childhood, and it's 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 autobiographic. But it felt like it was just like it was almost too much material for one movie, even though I think the movie's like two and a half hours long. So I, I, I think it was a really good movie, but yeah, I think I may, I might just need to kind of watch, I think I just need to watch it again and, and I uh, feel like maybe I missed something, but I don't know. Like I said, cause all of a sudden everybody's like talking about how great a movie it is. And I was like, I, I must've missed, missed that part, but. So, yeah, I think this is a pretty good list too. I would, uh, personally, I think, the whale could have been considered too. Yeah, yeah. I, especially compared to like Elvis and some of these other movies, uh, Avatar Two, and yeah, I, I well, I, I kind of understand Elvis. I I watched it at home. I don't know if that makes much of a difference. I I liked the like the music video vibe. I liked that. And I liked the modern music within the movie and, you know, most of the performances, but. Yeah. Yeah. It was I, a, I, I didn't think it was best picture. That, that's about what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I, I liked it too. Um, but kind of like the Fablemans, I just don't feel like it's, you know, although I, 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 I think the Fablemans deserves best picture nomination more than Elvis, but. Um, but yeah, to me, it just Elvis was a good movie, but it wasn't, was anything spectacular or, or yeah, definitely not Oscar worthy, but yeah, I'll move on to best director. Okay. Yeah. If you want to go ahead and uh, best director, we have Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinhart, the Daniels for everything, everywhere, all at once, Todd Field for Tar, Martin McDonough for the Banshees of Finishering. Ruben Ostland for Triangle of Sadness and Steven Spielberg for The Fableman. For me, it's a toss-up between the Daniels and Mark McDonough, personally. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen Tar. The, the things I see about Tar are kind of mixed. Yeah. And I think that's just because people expect a certain kind of movie nowadays and that maybe isn't it I don't I don't know Kate Blanchett's one of my favorite actresses ever so yeah then you'll then you should enjoy it yeah uh what do you think yeah I uh having seen all of these movies um I feel pretty confident um I mean I feel pretty good with these I mean yeah these these are all very well-directed movies. There aren't really, yeah, I mean, I, I can't fault any of these choices. I would have liked to seen Jordan Peele get before. Nope. He didn't He didn't get anything, did he? No, no. Zero. Yeah, yeah. So, but, I mean, again, I don't know where, I mean, again, Nope could have been a movie that could have got in instead of Elvis or, or Avatar for me. Um, and but, but, again, like, I don't know who I would replace on this list with Jordan um, Jordan Peele, you know what I mean? So, um, and also the, the only other director that I, that I think was, um, 
uh, up there was uh, Robert uh, Eggers for the Northmen. Um, that was another mm, yeah, great uh, great d- direct direction and and phenomenal work. Um, yeah, no, there there is one thing that I liked about the Fableman. Now that I'm remembering, is at the end with um when he meets the director. Yeah, John Ford. Who's played by another famous director. Uh, David Lynch? No. um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. David Lynch, yeah. Yeah. And that, um, it was kind of like a mini class in movie making. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Spielberg's been doing it for 40 years, 50 years, so he should know what he's doing. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's one of the best directors of all time. I mean, he's, you know, the guy who made, I mean, he made Schindler's List and E.T., you know, and Raiders of the Lost Ark, I mean, and Jaws. I mean, he's, his, his, his filmography is full of classics and great movies, so. And I don't know. How, oh, yeah, I, I was going to say, I don't think he's won, but yeah, I think he did win for Schindler's List, so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think my vote... Um, personally, um, would probably be for, uh, Martin McDonough, um, for the Banshees of Nishirin. Um, but yeah, but yeah, I'm with you that the, the Daniels for everything, everywhere all at once, um, I'd be just, just as fine with, I mean, they're, they're both, they're just the different movies. Uh, they're both, um, well done, uh, in the, in their own way. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think that. <laughs> I think just uh, yeah, I, I would just slight, slightly, slightly stronger feeling for uh, for the Banshee of Inisherin, but also, also because he's got you know a strong, a bigger body of work, so I have you know more. Um, mm-hmm. uh, that might be part of what of my things too. Too, I'm, I've been a fan of his for pretty pretty much everything he's done, so. <clears throat> Yeah, and that, I mean, that movie kind of caught me off guard a little bit, where I, for movies that I watched in the theater, that may be one of the most fun times I had watching a movie. Which one, The Banshee? Yeah, all 2022. Because there was, I mean... It, it, it was kind of like if Seinfeld, the show, was turned into a movie with Irish people. You know, it's yeah. it more or less a movie about nothing. But it was yeah. the most entertaining thing I've seen this year. Yeah. Yeah, see, I, I feel I feel the same way about everything, everywhere, all at once. That, that I think, was the most fun... Um, entertaining I had at the theater. Um, however, at the same time, I, I completely agree with you about the Banshees of Nishran too. I, I really did enjoy that movie. I, I, I mean, both movies, I didn't know what to expect and there were, you know, there was a lot of surprises and, um, but I do agree when you're saying it, it was about nothing. It really, um, and, and I think that's why it's more impressive. Um, because obviously, you know, with everything, everywhere all at once, you've got, a, you know, there's a lot. To entertain you with you know there's a lot of special effects and there's a lot of you know uh tricks and and uh gimmicks and whatnot uh whereas the advanced initiative is a lot more bare-boned it really is just um you know dealing with characters and 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 that kind of thing so it probably is more of an, an impressive impressive directorial achievement but <clears throat> but they're both they're both examples of, of great you know uh, people in their craft so you know like I said I'd be I'd be fine if either one wins for that so did you have any uh, any that you thought maybe should have been nominated that were uh, not not that I could think of I do appreciate the, the diversity this year yeah 
Yeah, I know. Well, I know. Um, speaking of which, um, you say that, but I know there was like people who were complaining that no woman got nominated uh, for director. Um, and just like not everything. I mean, for me, like I said, I, this is a pretty solid list. I don't, you know, I, like I can understand if you know Boz Lerman had got nominated for Elvis, you know, instead of. <laughs> uh, you know, instead of whatever, but I mean, these are, yeah, these are all solidly directed movies. I don't, you know, I, I can't fault. Um, I really don't think it's a matter of them excluding women. I think it was just a matter of there were, you know, these were five, you know, great directors. I mean, <laughs> and the woman King was a great, was a, you know, very well directed movie and, 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 you know, um, but again, I don't know where I would fit it. Um, and instead of it, you know, I don't know who I would replace. But... And I so say I haven't, I haven't seen it, but it's a, it's been at AMC every week since it came out. Almost it seems like, yeah, down down here. Yeah. Um, but I think some of the stuff I've read, what may be going against it is like the sugarcoating of the actual history of stuff that got left out. Yeah. Like them enslaving their own people and that that kind of thing that it hurts. I mean, you know, a lot of talking heads are like, well, you shouldn't, don't watch this. It's not accurate. Well, neither is any other movie. Yeah, <laughs> and like I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm not saying that you know it shouldn't be talked about and you know uh, definitely addressed as far as like you know schooling people on the correct history, but as far as faulting the movie for that, it's not you know I, I don't mm -hmm. think that that's fair because it's yeah every like you know <laughs> I mean Gladiator is one of the most historically inaccurate you know movies, but it won for you know best picture and. You know, so I mean, it's not, which I know that's a kind of a different thing, but still. Ugh. Anyway, all right, I guess let's move on um, to uh, best actor. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so the nominees for best actor are Brendan Fraser for The Whale, uh, Austin Butler for Elvis, Colin Farrell for The Banshees of Inisherin, Bill Nye. For uh, living, and Paul Mescal for After Sun. So, I have not seen Living or After Sun. Uh, they are both on my list um, to hopefully see at least before Oscar time, um, if not before we hopefully before we do our 2022 list. But um, I, I like Bill Nye. Um, I've been a fan of his for a long time. Um, yeah, you know. Like Love Actually and After Time and whatnot, um, but uh, but yeah, I think I mean really. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa! What? Underworld. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> Underworld. The uh, yeah, he was Sean Sean of the Dead. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, kill yeah. Philip. Yeah. Kill Philip. <laughs> Yeah, and and yeah, and he's he's great in everything he does. So I mean, in a in a lesser year, I'd probably <laughs> be rooting for him. But uh, really, the two here. This is really a race between Colin Farrell and Brendan Fraser. Um, and I mean, honestly, I could see either of them. Yeah, other. I too haven't seen those two movies. Living in After Sun. Living is in theaters here uh, right now or this weekend uh, Austin Butler took the golden glow yeah and Brendan Fraser took the critics choice award and Austin Butler looked kind of peeved when that happened yeah um, I I understand why Austin Butler's nominated, but yeah, I I don't. 
Yeah, same. <laughs> same. Same. Well, again, again, like it's a good performance, but I don't know. Um, honestly, I, I would, I would, yeah, like I would take him off the list. Um, they say it's not a bad performance. Um, and it's, I mean, it's a tough, um, role to play, especially given that you've got so many impersonators. Like it's, it's an act that you're, you're so used to seeing that it's, it's, it's almost hard to take it seriously. And he, he does manage to do that. Like you do, you know, you, you are able to, to, to feel like you are watching Elvis. And it, so, I mean, it, it is a, it is a good performance, but, um, but yeah, I, de- I, I, I don't, I don't even think it should be nominated, let alone win. Like I'll, I'll be very upset if he ends up winning the Oscar, especially because Colin Farrell also won uh golden globe, um, for best actor in a comedy. Um, right. That's right. So, um, or, and he, you see him shoot a shot with on the Dharmas. Uh-uh. She she was the one who presented, and he walked up there and he congratulated her on something. I don't remember. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know if I was blonde or some other. Yeah. Movie, but he's like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was blonde. Yeah, yeah. I do. I did see that. Yeah. I had just forgotten about that, but. Uh... And. I mean, if it were. Just for the performance in these two specific movies, I would go Brandon Fraser personally. But if you want to look at the year that they've had, Colin Farrell. Yeah. But by a hundred miles. Yeah. He's been in four movies this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they were all good and he was good. Yeah. Um yeah. I I don't know. I mean it's tough because, of course, Brendan Fraser, it's a more Oscar-baiting kind of performance. I mean, you've got the the aesthetics, you've got the the drama. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so I, I'm I'm inclined to agree, but also, I mean, it's just as difficult. Um, the the performance that Colin Farrell gives in in Vance of Nisher and is it? I mean, it's pretty. Um. Yeah, he's long range. You know, it's 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 quite. It, I mean, it is. You you really care about the character. I mean, it's it's pretty equal for me. I mean, it's 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 between the two really. Um, as far as you know, performance and and you know the the um emotional depth and just that they both give. I mean, yeah, I don't know if I've ever felt sorry for Colin Farrell before. Right. Right, he's usually a tough because he's well, and he's uh, like super handsome and right. He's got the accent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, honestly, I mean, I would probably, if I had to vote, I would probably go for. I would probably pick Brendan Fraser just barely. Um, is again, I mean, I, I like a good comeback, and and it is a great performance. Um, and I just love, I mean, I love them both, um, as actors and uh, people, but I mean, Brendan Fraser, um, as a human being too, is, is just great. And I know that shouldn't have anything to do with it, but, but you can't help but love the guy. Well, yeah, he's, he's not going to slap anybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah, I would, I would, lo- I would love to see him win. Um, and so for that, I would, uh, you know, um. I, I would vote for him, but yeah, again, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be mad about either, either one of those winning. I would be mad, like I said, if Austin Butler won, um, but, uh, some actors that I, I would have liked to have seen nominated in, instead of Austin Butler, um, are, uh, Alexander Skarsgård for the Northmen, um, Mark Rylance, uh, for the outfit, uh, Patton Oswalt in I Love My Dad, which have you seen that yet? I haven't seen that yet. You should watch it. It's it's quite it's quite an interesting performance. Um and Gabriel LaBelle, um, who is the kid in uh The Fablemans. Yeah. Um, I thought he was I mean, he was remarkable. And then a couple that I wouldn't I wouldn't actually expect to be nominated, but that I kind of, you know, think would have been interesting to see is uh Nicolas Cage as Nicolas Cage in the Unparalleled Way to Massive Talent and uh and Ethan Hawke in the Black Phone. I thought he was Yeah. Very good and menacing and well, and 
And also, uh, Bones and all, Mark Airlines was in that. Mm. Yeah. Well, that would probably be a supporting actor, but yeah. Yeah. Timothy, <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. He was. Yeah. I had, I liked the movie. It was, it was okay. I mean, I didn't. I was I was kind of bored with it and didn't think it was that whatever, but uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> it was something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it definitely caught. It definitely like it, the opening scene definitely like got my attention and got me going. But um, I think it just it really dragged along the way, and I really had a hard time like staying with it and. Uh, Yeah. So I don't know. It opened strong and ended strong, but it man, it was a hard haul in between. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which honestly, I think the girl—I don't know her name—but the the actress in that movie actually, I think, gave the best performance. Not all in there. But uh, yeah. But she's the most memorable thing for me in that. Like I thought she was. She was really. Well, I like, yeah, definitely. But I like the juxtaposition of Mark Rylance in the outfit and him in yeah, both yes. and all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree. Like if you're, if... no, I... that's range. Right? Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I agree. Which, yeah, which he's, yeah, I mean, he's, he's such, a, he's just a fascinating actor to watch. It's, it's, he just, just listening to him talk and just his, yeah, he's just one of those actors that just has that natural. Like he reminds me of Daniel Day Lewis for some reason, um, just in, in the way that you just he just commands. Just when he talks, you just sit up and pay attention. Um, I think that that's the kind of quality that I, you know, like Daniel Day Lewis and just like ready for best actress. Yeah. Best actress we have Kate Blanchett for Tar, Anna De Armas uh, for Blonde, Andrea. Riseborough for Two Leslie, Michelle Williams for The Fablemans, and Michelle Yao for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Um, I can't speak on Tar or Blonde or Two Leslie. Uh, Two Leslie is it's on my list. I don't know if I've been able to find it. Yeah, I, I haven't. I mean, I blonde, blonde. I made the decision to not watch it. <laughs> I know that that one's confusing for me. I don't understand why she's on there. Other than I don't, I don't understand how a a mediocre movie. You know what I mean? How? Yeah. Kind of well, like. Any other? Well, I mean, in this case, I mean, it's the performance, and it is. I mean, it is. It is a performance. I haven't seen the movie. Um, I mean, it is the best. It is <laughs> the best thing in the movie. I didn't like the movie, um, but I was fascinated with her, and I. I mean, I made it through the whole three hours because of her, because watching her made it tolerable. Um. So to to, to that. Does she deserve this award for that performance? I mean, I wouldn't say she deserves to win, no. But being nominated, I, you know, um, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think it's that um, out of place. Um, but I, but at the same time, I don't know that it's the, one of the top five performances of the year either. Um, I do have other okay. actors I think better deserve it, but. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, my my preferred, of course, would be Michelle Yao. Um, cause she did did she win both Golden Globe and Critics Choice, or just one of? I don't remember if she won Critics Choice or not. To be honest with you, she won the Golden Globe. I. I, I wouldn't mind if Michelle Williams won because I did like her performance, mm -hmm. which 
she she's that's that's not unusual. She's a great actress. But I mean Michelle Yao was sixty years old. Yeah. Right? And doing all of that then yeah. Yeah. Well, I, that her her in that movie, watching that at the beginning of the year, any any actresses I've seen, that's the most fascinating performance I've seen, I think. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, my uh other, other than hot dog fingers, but <laughs> fair enough. Um yeah, my vote here actually, I mean, I love Michelle Yao and I love that movie. Uh, very effectively. My, my vote here is actually for Kate Blanchett. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, again, like like uh, Anna Darmus, uh, she really she carries that. I mean, the movie is uh, it's called Tar. Her character's Tar. Like the movie's about her. Um, she's in you know the whole two and a half hour movie. It's all you know on her shoulders, and a lot of it is just. I mean, it's just about her character. There's not any plot for her to lean on. It's you know just her talking really and 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 um and and um and yeah i mean it's a it's a fascinating performance um i really liked the movie a lot um but mostly because of her um again um so i i yeah um to me it's 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 the most difficult role um out of the five i haven't seen to leslie so i have no idea um about that That before um, which are all great performances that I've that I've seen. Uh, like I said, Michelle Williams was was fantastic in the Fablements too. Um, that that was a a, a very powerful uh, performance as well. Um, so yeah, they're, I, I like them all out of the, the four that I've seen. Uh, but yeah, Kate Blanchett to me um, was just was just the best. Um, but again, yeah, I would I'd be I'd be happy to see Michelle Yeoh um, win. Um, and I mean, I have a feeling she will. Um, if I were to bet on it, that's, that's who I would pick is probably going to win as Michelle Yao, but <clears throat> or Yo, but Penny, what's her name on Top Gun? <laughs> oh, um, um, Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer Connelly. She's won, hasn't she? Did she win for, um, the mathematics movie or something? No, I think she, I think she won. Really? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I can't remember if she won for Requiem. I think she won for Requiem for a dream or whatever. Um, it's a shame Women Talking came out so late for just for me not being able to see it yeah know anything about it yeah same Uh, what distinguishes a best actress from a supporting actress yeah I yeah because there's not because famously (laughs) There aren't very many actresses starring in films ever. So, not that they don't, but it, it's a very male dominated thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I, I don't know either what, because there's, there's been times where actors have been, that were like, yeah, you've got somebody nominated in the best actor category for a role that's very much supporting. And I, I mean, so yeah, I don't know what constitutes what and, and who makes those choices? I think the studio does. They just they they put whatever actor up. Oh, worry. Um, and so I think that's how it works. But um, but yeah. Um, but yeah, a couple, a few actresses that I would have liked to see nominated. Um, is Viola Davis for the Woman King? Yes. Guess I could bring up my twenty twenty two last time. That might help. Oh my goodness! Um, and I've been a little, I've been a little out of her. Go ahead, sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine. Uh, so anyway, yeah, by Viola Davis and the Woman King. Um, I, I thought she was she was really good. Um, and uh, Kiki Palmer in Nope. Um, I thought she was. I mean, that was an incredible performance. Um, she was fascinating. Um, and and to me the 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 the, the one. Actress who wasn't nominated that I would have liked to see nominated um, is Emma Thompson in Good Luck to You, Leo Gra- Leo Grand. I thought that was a yeah, she put it all out there. Yeah, yeah, literally and figured like emotionally and and physically. Um, yeah, it was yeah, it was just a, it was a, yeah, it was a raw, um, 
again, uh, emotion, just, uh, just a, a fascinating performance. Um, and it, it was one of the best performances from an actress for me all year. Um, again, I like Kate Blanchett was great. Michelle Yao was great. Uh, Michelle Williams was great. Um, but for me, honestly, if, if I were to pick the best performance for me personally, it would be Emma Thompson. Um, well, what about, <laughs> now we're just going to get crazy. Amber mid thunder from prey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Anya Taylor joy menu or the Norseman. Yeah. Yeah. I got movies now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let's see. Oh, I tell you what, um, the Carrie Mulligan on She Said. Yeah. I, I'll say this. I like the movie. I don't, I, I, I like the movie. I like what they did with it. I don't, it's not very cinematic though. Right. Right. Yeah. It's almost like a, does horror ever get much love? No, not really. No. Well, I mean, to be so fair, it didn't really get Carl, love recently. Carol. I mean, Mia Gunn. Yeah. 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 Lawrence Pugh. Don't worry, darling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there's a movie on Netflix called The Wonder. Yes. That's, that's the first thing. Yeah. Yeah. The Wonder. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the movie that I would have uh, nominated her for, and yeah, it was it was quite good. Yeah, Sandra Bullock. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sandra Bullock and her performance in Bullet Train. <laughs> I need to add a a category for animals. Have you seen dog? Have you seen dog? Yes. Yeah. That was... Yeah. That, I mean, no more, no more movies about animals where they die. Because that's wrong, but that's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I saw that way at the beginning of the year. It was, it was good. What, and Jennifer Lawrence in Causeway. I haven't seen that yet. It's... I forgot. Oh, that's a Apple Apple TV Plus movie, I think. Yeah, somebody there. AMC Plus is one of those. Yeah, I haven't I haven't got around to seeing it yet, but um, it's on my list. I will see it before we do our list. I sh- I, I promise you that. But Jennifer Lopez, <laughs> marry me. Yeah, which I like that movie a lot, but she's essentially playing herself. It was cute. Yeah, we're playing her. Yeah, I forgot I was going to make the joke earlier that I was disappointed that Jurassic World didn't get nominated for best. Oh, my. <laughs> the Razzies came out. I don't even know if it was on the Razzies. No, I don't think it was. No, that's sacrilegious. Yeah. Which the Razzies, I don't think it was too. Like, there's... Like, their, their nominations are... I don't remember what they are, but then yeah, like none of the, none of the movies that should have got nominated were nominated, in my opinion. <laughs> They're just yeah, they pick easy targets. Like I'm sure you heard the kerfuffle or whatever over them nominating the the girl from Firestarter or whatever. Like they nominated a 12 year old girl, and so you know people were like, oh, that's just mean. Or yeah, whatever. and which I well, not just that she was. The best thing about them, yeah, yeah. The, the movie was horrible, but yeah, she wasn't bad. Um, but even that, to me, that that's such an easy target. Like even the movie itself, like yeah, it's a horrible movie, but there were a lot worse movies that deserve more bashing than that. I mean, that because to me that was a movie that was like you kind of expect to be bad. It was bad. You move on. You know what I mean? Like, but 
Anyway, we're not here to talk about the Razzies. All right. I guess, is it is it my turn to... Yep. Start the next category. All righty. I guess best supporting actor. All right. So for best supporting actor, uh, we've got Brendan Gleeson for the Banshees of Inisherin. Uh, Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway. Judd Hirsch for the Fablemans. Uh, Barry Keegan uh, for the Banshees of Inisherin. And Kihai Kwan for everything, everywhere, all at once. So, um, I have not seen Causeway, as I just said. Um, so, uh, this, this is another category that meets this pretty strong. Um, as far as, uh, my pick, um, would be Kihai Kwan. Uh, but it's, it's neck and neck again, this is another, you know, they're all, you know, every category has pretty much got two for me. Uh, and Brennan Gleason would be the other one, um, for me from the Banshee of Inisher. And although Barry Keegan was also, uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> really good in that movie. And, and Judd Hirsch for only having like 10 minutes in the Fableman was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I mean, so, um, yeah, I mean, any, uh, all the, all the, all the performance that I've seen that again, you know, uh, were, were, were great. Um, but yeah, I'd have to, um, Kihai Kwan again, it's just, you know, uh, such a great story, such a great performance. Um, and, uh, so yeah, my vote would go, go to him, but yeah, I'm also a Brendan Gleeson fan. I mean, I, I like Brendan Gleeson and everything I've ever seen him in. He's another actor who I just love, um, to watch. So anyway, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, I think Kihai Kwan had. Uh, the most range in that movie than anybody else did. Yeah. And it was amazing. Like, mm-hmm. he was martial artist. He was the suave dude in the tux. He was yeah. the 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 bashful laundromat guy. He, he was... Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I agree. And this, these are all... Te- I mean, technically, these are all minorities, too, which is cool. I mean, two Irishmen, uh, a Jewish guy, <laughs> black guy, and a... where were key agents? Yeah. No, I didn't want to say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to say where he's from. Um, Vietnamese. I didn't know. I didn't realize that he was in Encino Man. Yeah, I didn't either until I saw a meme or something um, on Facebook or something where somebody pointed it out. So yeah, him and Brandon Fraser are having a blast going yeah on this on this award show tour. Yeah. Um I think Vigo Mortensen, Colin Farrell, and Joel Edgerkin all had great performances in thirteen live. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um Well, I have to I can't talk too much. I'll give stuff away. <laughs> yeah, I liked Edward Norton in uh, Glass Onion. Yeah. Here, well, here's a a one you may not agree with. Um, Diego Calvo, Babylon. Yeah. Which I love that movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we need to talk about that one of these days, but uh I did not. Well But I, I did like his his performance his performance was the best thing in the movie. Um I, I do think his character arc was the most interesting and Uh, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, if anything was to be nominated out of that movie, I would, yeah, I would, I would, you know, go with him. But uh, have you seen Sundown? Sundown, yes, with Tim Roth. Yeah, yes. That was a pretty amazing performance too. Yeah, yeah. That was a that was an interesting movie. I liked it. I was I was confused. I didn't know 
was it was it apparent to you from the beginning that he was the uncle no no it's, it, i don't think it's yeah I thought, okay i thought he was the husband yeah i thought I did it too <laughs> yeah 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 no no yeah that uh i think yeah i think that was that was meant to be um because yeah all of a sudden yeah i don't think you find out until towards the end and you know, it was all of a sudden it's like oh um i don't know best for an actor i think i'd also prefer he he high quan but i don't think i'd be upset with anybody winning in that category same like i said i haven't seen causeway but um but yeah, I'm. I liked all of them pretty equally. Um, but yeah, like it's a key high one, and and especially like like you said, uh, it, it, he does have the most range as well. So, um, I do think he probably deserves it more. But, but yeah, I would. Yeah, there's not a disappointment there. Ready for some actresses? Absolutely. Best supporting actress. We have Angela Bassett for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Uh, Hong Chow for The Whale. Carrie Condon for The Bad Cheese uh, in the Sheeran. Jamie Lee Curtis for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. And Stephanie Sue for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. I mean, this is pretty tough. I think... I would edge out Stephanie Sue and then maybe Carrie Condon next. But in the grand scheme of things, again, I don't know if I'd be upset with any of these people winning. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis feels kind of redundant being there. I don't know. It's, it wasn't a bad performance, but... Yeah. I think someone yeah. from a different movie could have been there. Maybe. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree with you. Because out of, out of the two from that movie, Stephanie, Stephanie Sue would be my my vote but i mean honestly this category is pretty underwhelming to me i don't think any of these performances are really that overwhelmingly fantastic um i mean angel bassett was good um in a in a not so good movie um but she's always good um and honestly i mean the role in the movie i mean i don't know it's just it's not that um i don't know that it's just to me it's it's i mean she played the role good but it wasn't anything you know overwhelmingly so um for me the 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 only performance that i think actually really stands out to me is hong chow in the whale um well i get and stephanie sue um but um but i think my vote would be for hong chow um if i if i had to pick my favorite performance the one that um I think's the best, but, but like I said, I mean, I, I, again, like I think Anna Taylor Joy, I don't know if, if she would have been best actress or sporting actress, but for the menu, uh, I think she could have been nominated in this category. Uh, Janelle Monet. She played dual roles in Glass Onion. Yeah. Yeah. And she's one of my favorite people. Especially, have you heard? Have you heard any of our music? Uh -uh. When you get a minute, look up "The Way You Make Me Feel" by Janelle Monae. It's got some Prince vibes, some deep Prince vibes. Nice, and okay. it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I do love Prince. So, yeah, I don't really have much to say. Like I said, this this category is <laughs> too exciting for me, but. The two ladies uh, in the invitation. Yeah. <laughs> they, there's a, a a unedited or not unedited. There's a director's cut 
available that I'm, I'm going to watch one of these days. But I think the only problem with that movie is they, um, they should have marketed it to the Twilight crowd. And yeah. then it would have done great. Yeah. Yeah, I honestly, I don't, I don't remember a whole lot about it. I just remember I didn't like it. So best animated feature. Uh, the nominees are Turning Red, uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, uh, The Sea Beast, and Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. My my vote by far is uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. That is easily the best animated movie I've seen in in many years, but definitely this year. Um, although, I mean, I like I like all these movies. I haven't got to see The Sea Beast yet. I keep meaning to and haven't got around to it. I've heard it's really good, but I mean, I, but what I had, the ones I haven't, like Mar even the Marcel the Show with Shoes On, I, I was surprised at how good that movie was. I haven't seen that one yet. And same with Puss in Boots. I was, uh, I was surprised that they even made a sequel to Puss in Boots. I was like, you know, Shrek, the Shrek movies, are, you know, haven't been around for a while. That, you know, that series seems to be over. The last Puss in Boots movie was like 10 years ago, 12 years ago or whatever. Um, so it just seemed like a throwaway kind of thing. Have you seen it yet, the new Puss in Boots? I took I took Elizabeth and we got maybe 20 minutes in and she said, I don't want to go to the movie theater anymore. And I, th I think it was a little too adult, a little too mm. scary, scary for her. She she would go like that, covering her eyes. On, I mean, because there is fighting. And yeah, people and yeah, another Florence Pugh performance <laughs> too. So I I was just for what I saw. I was really impressed. Yeah, um, yeah, it's really good. Um, sea Beast is really good. And that you could add that and if you watch it, add it to movies you didn't know Carl Urban was in. Mm. He's the main, he's the lead. Yeah. But yes, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio is not light years, but he's a few steps ahead, I think. And especially with his his direction, his um, setting it in with the nineteen twenties or nineteen tens during you know, the rise of fascism in Italy and and, and just pure crap. Like I I'm I'm fascinated by stop motion. You know, movies we've talked about we you know, we've talked about Kubo and the and the two strings and those movies and stuff. I mean just it's just phenomenal. Um the 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 technique um that goes into it. Um but and but but just watching it even there's just there's just something otherworldly about that type of animation that uh, that I just love above any other. Um, had, have you watched the making of it, by the way? The making of it on, on Netflix? There's like a making of thing. Uh, it's like 30 minutes long, something like that. It's really cool. Um, yeah, how because like some of them are mechanical um, and some of them aren't, and like, you know, um, and just the, the different ways and different um, techniques. I didn't know I didn't know it was stop motion. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or maybe I didn't remember. Yeah, it is, it is. Well, the, also, there's a Jordan Peele produced. Oh, yeah, that um, Wendell and Wild. Yeah, that people thought could have made it into Best Man Animated. I haven't seen that one yet. It's good. It's good. Um, yeah, it, it definitely, it's, it's, um, I, I mean, I think it's better than Turning Red. Turning Red, uh, usually this is Disney's year, but honestly, I mean, Turning Red was, was good. Um, but it wasn't, to me, you know, to me, it's the, the least of the, that I've seen, I haven't seen the Sea Beast, like I said. Um, but, um, but as far as my personal feelings, like Turning Red, I, yeah, I, Wendell and Wild, I think was a better movie than Turning Red even, but, um. But yeah, Disney didn't really have, just didn't have really a great year this year, you know, with, uh, I mean, I like turning red. Strange World was really, I love Strange World and, you know, but like it wasn't whenever. And then Lightyear was just okay. Like, 
was kind of an underwhelming year to me for for Disney animated movies, but they're too focused on that mermaid. All right, well, let's wrap this up with best original song. We have applause from Tell It Like a Woman. Music and lyrics by Diane Warren. Hold My Hand from Top Gun Maverick. Music and lyrics by Lady Gaga and Blood Pop. Lift Me Up from Black, Pan Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Music by Tims, Rihanna, Ryan Coogler, and Ludwig Gordonson. Lyrics by Tims and Ryan Coogler. Which is interesting because he's the director. Mm. Natu um, Natu from RRR. Music by M.M. Caravanti. Caravani. Lyrics by Chandra Bose. This is a life from Everything Everywhere All at Once. Music by Ryan Lott, David Byrne, and uh, Mitski. Lyrics by Ryan Lott and David Byrne. David Byrne is from, yeah, Talking Heads. I don't remember that song. Yeah, to be honest, I don't, I don't, I mean, yeah, I saw that movie, we, you know, we both saw that movie way back um, when. And I've never heard of Tell It Like a Wolf. Same. Um, the, the Hold My Hand from Top Gun, that was released before the movie came out, I think. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I thought the song was okay, just hearing it for the first time. Yeah. And then hearing it every 10 minutes after that. But, but listening to, because Lady Gaga also helped with the score of the movie so you hear it throughout the movie and for me that that makes the song a lot better agreed i think and then um rihanna coming you know kind of making a comeback with lift me up i think that's a really good song too really understated and but if you want to dance back to not to some rrr <laughs> yeah the movie that includes every genre of movie that's ever been known, yeah. except for black and white. Yes, yeah, that is a, that is a phenomenal movie that I highly recommend. Um, and yeah, I, that's that's my vote just because I hope it wins, just so it can win something. Um, it, it is a fun thought. It is it is you know, um, you know, and it's part of the movie, uh, you know, and it's just it is a crowd pleasing, just a, a great fun song uh, i did lift me up i think is a great song too um it it's probably more of the type of song that will win yeah I say, i'm with you I, I i haven't heard applause i'm not familiar with that movie um and i don't remember uh this is a life so i can't speak on that song but yeah i, I pretty much agree with everything you said hold my hand i like i like the song um and it and it and having you know that that the song be part of the movie is, you know, it does does make it a, a even better song to me. Um, but yeah, my vote would be not to, not to. Thank you for joining us on this special bonus episode of the two middle-aged men in their top 10, where we discuss our uh, thoughts on the nominees for the 95th Academy Awards. Please rate, follow, and review and let us know what types of lists or what types of bonus episodes you'd like us to do. Uh, please check us out on our social media, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok are all with the same handle, at 2MAMTOP10. Thank you for listening, and we'll chat with you later. Talk to you next time.